From the brains behind Brains On, it's Smash Boom Best. The show for people with big opinions. Hi, I'm Molly Bloom, and this is Smash Boom Best, the show where we take two things, smash them together, and ask you to decide which one is best. Today's debate is a bouncy, duck-billed brawl between two awesome animals from down under. It's kangaroos versus platypuses. In one corner, we have comedian and writer Allison Reese defending kicking kangas. Let's hop to it! <laughs> and in the other, we've got Brains On co-creator Sandin Totten here to flatter the platypus. Ooh, what's up, my platyparty people? <laughs> and here to judge it all, we've got Maya from Brooklyn, New York. She's an avid dancer, loves mermaids, and has taken Mandarin Chinese for seven years. Hi, Maya. Hi, Molly. It is so nice to have you here, and I'm very impressed that you've taken Mandarin classes for seven years. We would love if you wouldn't mind showing off a little bit of your hard work. How would you translate, do you think, the title of Smash Boom Best into Mandarin? That is a great question. <laughs> and I would honestly say Wobucha Dao, which means I don't know. And it is the <laughs> best phrase I have learned so far. I think we should all learn that phrase. Can you say it again one more time? Wobucha Dao. Wobucha Dao. Wobucha Dao. Very very useful. All right, Maya, before we wade into this debate, I am curious, what do you think of when I say kangaroos? I think of Australia. Really, that's the only place that comes to mind. Mm -hmm. And what about platypuses? Phineas and Ferb. Mm. <laughs> yeah. That's all I remember. Phineas and Ferb, Perry the platypus. Secret super agent. Perry the platypus with, um, a, with a fedora. Oh, very stylish platypus. <laughs> the greatest fedora. <laughs> so will Maya be persuaded by platypuses or will she decide kangaroos are cooler? Only she can tell. Maya, are you ready to judge this thing? Definitely. All right. Before we get into this debate, it's time to review the rules of the game. Round one is the Declaration of Greatness, where our debaters present fact-filled arguments in favor of their side, and they each have 30 seconds to rebut their opponent's statements. Then we've got the micro-round, where each team will present a creative response to a prompt they received in advance. Round three is the sneak attack, where our debaters will have to respond to an improv challenge on the spot. And to wrap it all up, we've got the final six, where each team will have just six words to sum up the glory of their side. Our judge, Maya, will award two points in the first round, one for her favorite rebuttal, the other for the declaration she likes best. Then she'll award one point in each round after that, but she'll keep her decisions top secret until the end of the debate. Listeners, we want you to judge too. Mark down your points as you listen. At the end of the show, head to our website, smashboom.org, and vote for whichever team you think won. Okay, Sandin, Allison, and Maya, are you ready? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that was lovely. Very in sync. It's time for the Declaration of Greatness. We flipped a coin, and Sandin, you're up first. Tell us why platypuses are the pinnacle of perfection. Have you ever felt like you have trouble fitting in? Say in the cafeteria. You don't want to sit with the popular kids. They make you nervous. And maybe you're too clumsy for the sporty kids or too goofy for the serious academics. You almost sit by yourself, but then someone pulls out a chair for you. It's the platypus. 
it doesn't really fit in either. But you know what? That just makes it way more special. The platypus is a warm-blooded mammal found in Australia. It looks like a beaver, but with a duck's bill. You're probably thinking, that's weird. And you're not wrong. British scientists in the late 1700s thought it was a hoax. But it was even weirder than they knew, because this animal is like part otter, part turtle, part viper, and part shark? Yeah, it's time for a platypus power roll call. Otter power activate. The platypus has webbed feet like an otter, but with retractable claws. This lets them go from swimming to digging to scrambling on land, no problem. Turtle power activate. Like our hard-shelled friends, the platypus lays eggs. It's one of the only mammals that can do this. But unlike turtles, when the tiny babies hatch, they drink their mama's milk. P.S. Baby platypuses are called puggles. Puggles! The mama gets puggle snuggles. That's so cute! I know, right? Puggle is a way cuter name than a joey. Just saying. Next power, please. Viper power activate! Vipers have venomous fangs. Platypuses have venomous leg spikes. Which is not only a rad name for a metal band, but males use these when fighting each other to win the heart of a lady platypus. And finally, shark powers activate. The platypus hunts worms and other tiny water critters in the murky deep. It can't really see or hear much down there, so it uses its bill, which is loaded with special cells called electroreceptors. These cells can actually sense the electric field given off by other animals. It's like a sixth sense. Sharks hunt this way too. So many cool powers. So how did the platypus get this way? Did a mad scientist just splice together all the coolest animals? I didn't. The strangest animal ever. <laughs> nah. A lot of it is thanks to a super cool idea called convergent evolution. That's when a trait evolves in completely separate species because it's the best way to solve a problem. Like how bats and birds aren't closely related, but they both fly because it helps them thrive. Platypuses converged on good ideas like venom and a duck-looking bill because they're all about platypushing the boundaries of what's possible. Innovative! Platypuses have also inspired legends and stories, like this one from the Aboriginal people of Australia. They say long, long ago, all the animals were arguing over who was the most important, the fish in the water, the birds in the sky, or the mammals on the land. Each group wanted the platypus to join them. Fish said, You swim, your team fish. The birds said, No way, you have a beak and lay eggs. Birds all the way. And the mammals said, Furry, walks on land, you're a mammal, pal. Platypus took some time to think it over. When it finally was ready, it gathered all the animals and said, I've made up my mind. I'm joining no one. I don't need a group to be special. I'm already special. And so are all of you. We're all unique in our own way. So yeah, 
The platypus has lots of powers. It's totally adorable, but mostly it's a lovable weirdo. And aren't we all weirdos deep down? So come on, join our platypussy and let your inner weirdo shine. Oh, I'm still thinking about those puggle snuggles. Maya, what stood out to you about Sandin's Declaration of Greatness? I think convergent evolution, you know, mm. platypus is kind of part bird, part mammal. That's definitely cool. Your science teacher can write a thank you letter to the platypuses for teaching you about that. <laughs> All right, Allison, it is time for your rebuttal. You've got 30 seconds to pummel the platypus, and your time starts now. You know, I would argue that platypuses aren't really an underdog that you paint them out to be. I wouldn't be surprised if they had some dog traits in there, too. <laughs> I mean, it seems to me that they have the best parts of a lot of different species, which makes them the most relatable in relating to that. I mean, also, <laughs> instead of a, a, a Perry the platypus, they seem more like a Perry the doofenshmirtz. They seem kind of dangerous. They don't seem like they're on the good guy's side. They have venom. They relate to sharks. (laughs) (laughs) They use their powers for good. Just because they have them doesn't mean it's for evil. Well. Also, I think being relatable is a good thing, you know? I I think secretly uh, you were relating really hard to the platypus, and now you're like, you don't know what to do with yourself. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> is Doofenshmirtz from Phineas and Ferb, or is that something you Yeah. Know? Yeah. No, okay. he's, he's the arch nemesis. Ah, nothing can stop us now! <laughs> hey, what was all that about? Patty the platypus! That's a good name for a bad guy. Doofenshmirtz. 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 <laughs> Very good name. All right, Allison, it is your turn. Tell us why. You're so keen on kangaroos. Coming from a large family, I have relatives all over the place, including my aunt in Australia. G'day, Aunt Janet. Put another shrimp on the Barbie, Vegemite, and all that. Do you know who else lives in Australia and comes from a sprawling family unit? Kangaroos. Kangaroos travel in mobs. You come to me on the day of my Joey's wedding. A dingo ate my baby. You come here and you don't even call me Boomer. Not that kind of mob. A mob is a group of kangaroos. A boomer is the head kangaroo leading the mob. There are a bunch of types of kangaroos, but they all belong to a group called macropods, which are furry, plant-eating creatures with pouches for their babies. (laughs) Macropod literally means big-footed. Hey, buddy, I'm only a size 9, you got it? There are more than 60 species in this group. They have quite the extended family. There are four main groups of kangaroos. The eastern gray kangaroo, the western gray kangaroo, the red kangaroo, and the antilopine kangaroo. (laughs) Like famous people, kangaroos are just like us. They're bipedal, meaning they walk on two legs. And like human babies, kangaroos are born pretty half-baked. Joey's weigh less than a gram when they're born. That's about the same weight as a paperclip or a pen cap. Both Joey's and human babies need to be held by our mommy until we grow big and strong enough. And much like humans, kangaroos hiss and growl when alarmed. 
<gasps> what? Am I not the only one to hiss and growl when alarmed? Whatever. Like humans, male kangaroos chuckle during courtship. So you know they have fun on dates. <laughs> I got another one for you. What do you call a lazy baby kangaroo? Eh? A pouch potato. <laughs> you are one funny flyer. Oh, yeah. And female kangaroos are called flyers. <laughs> kangaroos have also adapted to the tough environments where they live by being self-cooling. On hot Australian days, kangaroos lick their arms. Their saliva cools and helps regulate their body temperature. They also chew their food twice before it passes through their chambered stomachs. Gross? Totally. Resilient? Duh. If regurgitating and chewing food twice isn't resilient, well, I don't know what is. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. Hey, kids. Are you thirsty? Then hop in to a Kanga Pouch Sports Drink. Whoa, two different flavors? Just like the two different kinds of milk a kangaroo's pouch can produce, there are two awesome flavors of Kanga Pouch Sports Drink. Jump higher, swim faster, and you'll be strong, just like a kangaroo. Cool! The kangaroo's anatomy results in them being strong and powerful. Famous for their hopping, they can reach speeds of 60 kilometers per hour, more than eight meters in a single bound. Their muscular tail is used for balance. As an extra limb, they even use it for swimming. Kangaroos have four toes, with the middle two fused together in what's known as syndactyly. Basically, a long, powerful claw. Their Achilles tendon runs down their hind leg and acts as a spring to hop with. So much power, they can hop fences. Known for kickboxing, where they balance on their long, muscular tails, kangaroos kick their opponent with their hind feet, sending their foes flying with the sheer strength of their springy hind legs. All in all, kangaroos are the best. They're like us. They're resilient, strong, and kick total butt. You'd be a fool to tango with a kangaroo. Wow, these animals, they've got really good names today. Boomers, flyers, oh, so much fun. All right. Maya, what stood out to you about Allison's argument there? What was persuasive? Kickboxing. I definitely forgot that kangaroos can kickbox. They are fierce. Is, yep. Mm. Giant claws. That's a good thing. Sight to see. <laughs> All right, Sandon, I, I hear you. You're getting started already. You've oh, got yeah. 30 seconds for your rebuttal to kick kangaroos to the curb. Your time starts now. Okay, so a group of kangaroos is called a mob. That sounds scary. A platypus party is called a paddle. Much more fun. And the male leader is a boomer. Okay, boomer. They've got big families. Yeah, that's probably why they're famous for fighting. Uh, hey, chew your food right the first time, and you don't have to chew it tri twice, kangaroos. <laughs> also, kangaroos, I've been reading, they're kind of a major pain in the outback. There have been so many overpopulating in Australia that they've been eating up the grass. They've been getting into traffic accidents. They've even uh, been eating food that other animals need too. And so, time. you know, 
Uh, I think I have like six more puns ready to go, but I'll just save them for later. Put them Sandin back in the pocket, ready. the pun pocket. Was re- you know, the pun pocket was full, but the Kanga pouch is fuller. Mm. You know what I'm saying? The Kanga pouch runneth over. Um, this is kind of unrelated, but um, has anyone ever tasted the kangaroo pocket juice? Do you know if this has <laughs> ever happened? have. <laughs> no. I mean, any humans? I wonder what it tastes like. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Is that just me? Let's forget to ask that. <laughs> As you were saying, Molly. Okay. <laughs> All right. Oh. Okay, Maya. It's time to award some points. Give one point to the declaration of greatness you liked best and one point to the raddest rebuttal. You get to decide what makes a winning argument. Did one side win you over with their wisdom or make you laugh at their logic? Award your point. But don't tell us who they're going for. Both could go to the same person or each person could get one. Have you made your decision? Yes, I have. Excellent. Sandin and Allison, how are you two feeling so far? I'm moving. I'm shaking. Arguments I'm making for the platypus. I'm, I'm feeling good because I just don't, I don't think platypus fit the duck bill, if you know what I'm saying. Oh, Okay. (laughs) All right, it's time for a quick break. Bounce or waddle over to the kitchen to grab a snack. And we'll be right back with more Smash Boom Best. You're watching State of Debate, home to rage and rhetoric and awe-inspiring argumentation. I'm Todd Douglas, and I'm here to say I love debating in a major way. Taylor Lincoln is my best friend. And we'll be debate heads to the very end. Here on State of Debate, we love spotting logical fallacies. They're sneaky, they're sly, and they make your argument weaker because they're easy to tear apart. Today, we have one that makes me dizzy just thinking about it. The dreaded circular argument. That's when your argument has nothing to back it up except itself. A is true because of B, and B is true because of A. See? Dizzy already. Let's listen in on these two dizzy dogs. Woof! Look, Gertie, the human gave me a treat. Oh, nice. Bark, bark. I'd love to talk more, but I have to go find the perfect couch cushion under which to hide this bone-shaped delicacy. But why are you hiding it? You could just eat it. It's important to hide the treat because hiding the treat is very important. Okay, but why? I won't be fielding any further questions. Goodbye, Wolf. Boy, oh boy, Archie. We could spin in that circle forever, like a dog chasing its tail. It's okay to admit there's no good reason and you just like hiding your treats. Not everything needs to be explained. And that's better than using bad logic because sometimes people, they just they just like what they like, okay, Mom? I mean, Gertie. I like debate. That's all we have time for today, debaterinos. See you next time on State of Debate. Smash. Boom. You're listening to Smash Boom Best. I'm your host, Molly Bloom. And I'm your judge, Maya. So, Maya, how is it going? Are you enjoying the debate so far? I definitely am. I'm learning some new things. So what's something you've learned today that really surprised you? That a group of kangaroos traveling is called a mob. That 
is definitely interesting. Yeah, that, that was new to me too. Before we jump back in, I just want to say we love getting debate suggestions from our listeners. Check out this epic idea we got from Pinya in Brooklyn, New York. My name is Pinya, and my debate idea is Fahrenheit versus Celsius. We'll check back with Pinya at the end of this episode to see which side he thinks should win. And now it's back to today's debate. Kangaroos versus platypuses. That's right. And it's time for round two, the micro round. Today's micro round challenge is called Fight Right. We asked Sandin and Allison to come up with a totally awesome low-budget TV ad for their side's self-defense class. We want them to give us a taste of the killer skills their side will be teaching their students. Sandin went first last time, so Allison, you're up. Let's hear how kangaroos can teach us all to fight right. Does this ever happen to you? Aw, man. I can't even hit a punching bag. I'm too wimpy. I'll never become a kickin' kanga. Now you can! Huh? With Joey, the kangaroo self-defense master. G'day! Are you ready to go from kanga to roo with a punch one-two? Uh, is that a kangaroo in a muscle tank? He's ripped! You're gonna learn the kick and kanga ways to jump higher, swim faster, and kick harder. a kickbox in the mob the kangaroo mob lean on your tail to get the most force out of your kick get all the training of a joey in the outback use that syndactyly but i'm a human buy my dvd and you too can hop eight meters in a single bound act now and you'll receive a limited edition pouch for your kick and kanga sports drinks rehydrate with one of the two flavors like a real life joey Much like the predators of the kangaroo, your foes will be forced to think twice about messing with you. With my kickboxing self-defense DVD, you can protect your mob. Four easy payments of $19.99. No refunds, no guarantees of kickboxing to work with human anatomy outside the commonalities we already have with kangaroos. Get yours today! Ugh, I'm ready to do some kicking. All right, Sandin, it's your turn. Tell us how platypuses go kapow. Snakes, foxes, bad guys, water rats. The world is dangerous, but not for a master of the platter punch. Kapow! Hi, I'm Pedro the Platypus, and I can teach you to protect yourself. Like when a tough guy tries to steal your lunch. Give me that larva, or else. Waddle over an attack like this. Hiya! Oh, so cute. Here, keep your food, little guy. Or when a dog wants to eat you. <laughs> duck bill, drop kick, pow! <laughs> stop it, uh, stop it, no licking, be scared, be scared! <laughs> Sign up for my self-defense class, held every week at the marsh that smells like wet socks. I'll teach you all my tricks, like the tail attack. <laughs> or the beak buster. Or the extra meanie super steely-eyed stare. Aw, so cute. And if none of that works, just use the old standby. Venomous leg spurs! Ah, ah, that one actually hurts. Ow, ow. <laughs> Don't mess with the platypus. 
cute with venomous legs burst to boot. All right, Maya, what stood out to you there about Sandin's and Allison's micro rounds? You know, Sandin came in strong. Seemed like mm-hmm. platypus can take on lots of different animals in lots of different ways. Just bat those cute little eyelashes. And how about Allison's? What what stood out to you about the kickboxing? Everything, you know, kickboxing. One, two, three. The <laughs> ring. <laughs> I, I just can't believe that we got talking kangaroos and platypuses. Pretty amazing. Mm. We are lucky. Impressive. I have to say you, once again, you brought up the, the sports drink thing, and yet we were not talking <laughs> about how none of us have tasted it. And, like, <laughs> I really think it could be delicious. Who knows? But you said we would get a free... Like, what was the number again? We'd get a free pouch if we signed up. I'm just for a friend. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Maya, it's time to award a point. Again, the criteria is totally up to you. Did one of these classes sound like they'd help you with your self-defense skills? Did they make you laugh? Did they make you think? Whatever the criteria is, it's up to you. Have you decided who gets the point for this round? Yes, I have. Fantastic. Then it's time for our third round, the super stealthy (laughs) sneak attack. Your sneak attack is called Oscar winning moment. For this challenge, we want you to pretend that your side is the star of a fantastic, dramatic movie. It's not the acceptance speech, but this is the monologue from the film that won you the award. So, before you start, we'd like you to just tell us a little bit about the movie, like who your character is, where the speech is happening. Give us a little background so we can, you know, follow. So, Allison went first last time. So, Sandin, you're up. Okay, so this is a coming-of-age film about a plucky young platypus in high school, doesn't quite fit in, uh, and... You know, he's he's being picked on by the bullies at school because they think he looks strange and weird. The bullies are played by kangaroos, of course. And uh, then there's a big scene where there's a showdown in the, the track field, you know, where the kangaroos dominate and the platypus, because he waddles, just can't really keep up. And uh, he gives this speech while he's getting bullied, and everyone comes to rally behind him. So, okay, so the kangaroo's like... Why don't you get out of here, platypus? You're just a platyposer. You're never going to be a great athlete like us. We kickbox and we have muscles and all these sports drinks in our pouches that you can't even taste. And so the platypus is like, you know what, guys? I'm tired of you picking on me just because I'm different. Everybody here in this auditorium feels different sometimes. Am I right? And the crowd goes, yeah, I think so. I mean, some of us, we have beaver tails and duck faces and some of us have freckles or red hair or some of us lay eggs and we're also a mammal or others of of us are named um stephanie um hi stephanie but you know what we're all different and we all should stick together and start celebrating our differences and not always just trying to be the best hopping jumping uh, jocks uh so there and then everyone's like yeah platypus Platypus, and then Platypus, it's not about me, it's about us. And then they all hug and see. Beautiful. All right, Allison, you're up. Make our hearts hop with your magnificent monologue. So this film is a gritty reimagining, if you will, of Winnie the Pooh's Kanga and Rue. This is a coming-of-age tale T-A-I-L, of Rue becoming his own boomer. Rue wants to get out of the Hundred Acre Woods and and go off on his own. But what will Kanga do without her Rue? We take you to that scene. I can't stay here, Mama. 
I can't stay in these hundred-acre woods. These hundred-acre woods feel like hundred-acre dooms. I've outgrown this place. I've outgrown these people. I have to go and make it on my own and find my mob. Mama. Mama, don't cry, Mama. I will be back for you. You will always be my favorite flyer. And I will always remember my days of pouch. But Mama, you gotta let me go. And scene. Wow. The passion was there. (laughs) (laughs) I totally get why they got an Oscar for that performance. (laughs) All right, Maya, it is time to award your fourth point. Again, the criteria is up to you. Did someone jerk some tears out of your eyes? Did someone make you laugh? Did someone make you feel something about these beautiful animals? Have you made your decision? Not yet. Ooh, it's a tough one. Ooh, it's a tough one. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Go with your gut. Go with your gut. Uh, have you made your decision, Maya? Yes, indeed. Ooh, wonderful. Then it's time for our final round. The final six. Allison. You've got just six words to convince us that kangaroos take the cake. Kangaroos are winner, winner, kicking dinner. <laughs> Delightful. All right, Sandin, it's your turn. Let's hear your most persuasive six for the platypus. Oh, man, I, I forgot to prep for this. Okay. Swiss Army Knife of Animals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Wonderful, wonderful. All right, Maya, it's time to award a point for this final round. Have you made your decision? Yes, I have. Are you ready to crown one team the Smash Boom Best? Yes, I am. All right, drum roll, please. And the winner is... Kangaroos. Yeah! Oh, oh man. Chicken Kanga! <laughs> It's like a venomous leg spur right in the heart. Oh. Oh. So, Maya, was there a moment that really pushed it over the edge for kangaroos? Listen, that monologue. Mm. (laughs) That monologue. I felt the passion, you know, the desire to leave home. Mm. I felt it. Yeah. In the bones. Yep. Passion every time will get you over the finish line. (laughs) Sandin, I learned... So much from you today. I learned that the platypus are called platypuses, first of all, not platypi, which <laughs> I was unaware of. Not only that, is that they got a little bit of everything. They're kind of uh, like a charcuterie board of an animal. <laughs> you got you got your duck bills and your otter and your shark things to make one delightful animal. And I appreciate Aww. everything I learned from you today. Oh, thanks. I would gladly share a piece of platypi with you. Uh, I learned a a ton about kangaroos, and I I really enjoyed uh, your declaration of greatness, the sort of like, you know, Don Corleone kangaroo voice. And I can't stop thinking about the pouch juices and how much I really... Well, that's it for today's debate battle. Maya crowned kangaroos the Smash Boom Best, but what about you? Head to smashboom.org and vote to tell us who you think won. Smash Boom Best is brought to you by Brains On and APM Studios. It's produced by Molly Bloom, Rosie DuPont, and Ruby Guthrie. We had engineering help from Alex Simpson, Gary O'Keefe, and Derek Ramirez. Our editors are Shayla Farzan and Sandin Totten. 
And we have production help from Anna Goldfield, Mark Sanchez, Anna Weggel, and Nico Gonzalez-Whistler. Our executive producer is Beth Perlman, and the APM Studios executives in charge are Chandra Kavadi, Alex Shafford, and Joanne Griffiths. Our announcer is Marley Foyerworker Otto, and we want to give a special thanks to Austin Cross, Taylor Kaufman, Brant Miller, Paul Guthrie, Tom Lynch, Rachel Burke, and Coco. Allison, is there anyone you'd like to give a shout-out to today? Shout-out to Aunt Janet holding down Australia. And how about you, Sandin? Any special shout-outs? I want to give a shout-out to Perry the Platypus for just keeping the world safe. Thanks, Perry. And Maya, how about you? Any special thanks or shout-outs? Listen, Sandin took it. Perry the Platypus. <laughs> coming to say. <laughs> awesome. Before we go, let's check in with Pinya and see who he thinks should win his Fahrenheit versus Celsius debate. I think Celsius will win because it makes more sense. Above zero is hot and warm, and below zero is cold or freezing. You can't say that with Fahrenheit. Do you have an idea for a knockdown dragout debate? Head to smashboom.org and tell us about it. We'll be back with a new debate battle next week. Goodbye. Bye-bye, y'all. Ciao. Pouch juice, Shelby. <laughs> Drink your pouch juice.